On this episode of Intent Topics, we'll be talking about the importance of specificity in sales outreach. Logan, what's happening, bro? Scraggin' dude, you ready to talk about this? Yeah, let's do it. Sweet man. Dive in. So, biggest problem, uh, I think, fundamentally with sales outreach is yeah. the lack of specificity. Right. And and I think it can really hammer down the potential effectiveness of an outreach mm-hmm. program. So Yeah, yeah. So before think, we before we go too deep into that, like Yeah. It may seem obvious, but why don't you <clears throat> talk about what you mean about specificity? Cool. I'm saying that word. <laughs> yeah, I think it's powerful. So, um when we talk about specificity you know, there's some different things that go into that, right? So it's mm-hmm. it's the narrative we're telling, it's the context that that we're addressing or or allowing to or kind of creating, right? Like the what color the room that we're painting, what story we're telling inside of it, who's inside right. of it, all of this, right? So the idea yeah. is the more specific you become, mm-hmm. the more effective your outreach will be. Mm-hmm. All right. Makes sense. So if you think about it, let's just talk about it, at, uh, you know, kind of in a story that has nothing to do with sales. Okay. <laughs> when you're, when you're speaking to your, or, or you're writing an email to your mother, right? You can bring all these, these sort of, maybe there's some inside jokes or, or some history, some context. Mm-hmm. You create that message. It's meant for your mother. Mm-hmm. Then you create, you can, you know, the other thing that you have in family um, outreach is, you know, you could send an email to your family, right? Mm-hmm. And in yeah. that already, you're starting to lose the personal personalization, right? Totally. So it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. there's people in different locations. There's people in different sort of nodes of the family. There's people who, you know, might not agree with everybody in there. Mm-hmm. And then, and then the next step up, you could be sending a, a note to, say, um, your entire extended family, and then we're going to end this. Sure. So the idea is the more people you are addressing at, at one point, mm-hmm. it the less personalized and contextualized your sure. outreach will be. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, say, like, I have a unique dialogues with my dad and my mom and my sister, but when I speak to all of them, I I keep it at like the high level. Absolutely. Absolutely. So then this has been understood for a long time, right? So personalization is important. And so Mm -hmm. when we talk about sales outreach, there's like, uh, you know, the marginal gains curve of personalization. Mm -hmm. If you try to personalize every message perfectly for a list of a thousand people, you'll get one, one piece of, outreach out to all thousand people in a month, right? It just doesn't scale. Right. But yeah. if you, but if you try to address a thousand people all exactly the same, mm-hmm. you don't have any success. Yeah. 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 So you're going to find like the weakest link and here, get ready for my fishing analogy. But the idea with like fishing line is you want to use the, the lightest line possible so that the fish can't see it but it needs to be strong enough to hold. Sure. Right. Yeah. And exactly. so you're only as strong as your weakest link. And if I used, if I used heavy line, 
I'd always land the fish, but I'd rarely hook up. Yep. Right. If I use super light line, I'd hook up all the time and never get the fish to the boat. So Absolutely. Same Absolutely. concept here. Absolutely. So the the kind of next problem with this specificity is from a marketing standpoint, there was this movement that like personalization tokens or merge fields or whatever you want to talk, however you want to call them. Right. Can create that. And what we're talking about here, and I think it's really important that the listeners like get this is I'm not talking about, can you put a merge field in with the right city? The, the, the point here would be, can you message language and nuance that, that might make it, you know, seem like, you know, that city. Yeah. It's totally opposite. It's like the, like being in marketing automation tools is like, Oh, this personalization, what can we do with it? And it's like, no, 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 don't do that. Write the message appropriately and then figure out basically what would be changing to the unique conversation to personalize that. Exactly. Exactly. So, so when we talk about the problems of personalization or, and, and more, more importantly, like specificity, Mm-hmm. We really want people to understand two things. One, there's a marginal gain for segmentation and and personalization, right? So, mm-hmm. too much you're not going to get the return. Too little you're not going to get the return, and somewhere in the middle, it it really works. Step below that, we're not talking about personalizing words or even or even you know a sentence or two. Mm-hmm. We're talking about building a specific narrative mm-hmm. based on a segment of people. Uh-huh. Yep. And we're treating these people like we're trying to have a conversation with them. So that's the, that's the kind of frame here is how do we approach that at scale in a way that's effective? Mm-hmm. So specifically with union and our, and our clients, what we've seen is there is this, this, kind of array of clients who come to us with very specific narratives. They understand specifically where, what industry, what vertical, what kind of company within that vertical they want to hit. Mm-hmm. And they have the, the, the sort of case studies and content to message into that. Right. Those are the companies who typically see success early in a campaign. Okay. Then you have on the other side, you have companies who and and if this is your company, you have a problem that you can easily fix. They are very generic. So say like the consumer packaged goods right. area, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. You could say, well, I'm in consumer pack- packaged goods, and within that, I'm in food and beverage. And I would say you're still not specific enough because you have a couple of different companies, right? Or types of companies. You, you could have Nabisco or you could have like the, the, the Annie's, you know, burrito company, whatever they're called. Right. Annie's, so like, yep. Yep. like part of a giant conglomerate might be part of a conglomerate, but what's important to that brand and what's important to Nabisco are two totally different things on so many different levels. If yeah. you're selling ingredients to them, if you're selling branding to them, if you're selling mm-hmm. technology to them, you're, they're just two different Their buying process. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yeah. 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 Um, one might be relational. One might be RFP. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So two mm-hmm. totally different situations. 
So if you treat those companies as like, yeah, I want to go after CPG and I'm just going to hammer, you know, my value prop into that vertical with, with only that level mm-hmm. of personalization or, you know, some merge tag about, you know, what city they're in or something. I think it's really hard to make a connection with that person, even if you're trying to be conversational, even if it's not a marketing mm-hmm. email. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That makes yeah. sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, right. so the I, I think like when we look at how can a company build specificity into their, their go-to-market strategy, what we have to look at is how how detailed are we getting around the target company, uh-huh. okay? My, the saying that we've been using a lot uh, here on the ex- in the execution part of Union is like, I'd rather tame a lion than prod a house cat, right? <laughs> yeah. So I would rather have the most aggressive ideal customer profile than just this generic profile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's like, well, um, why, why is it so bad if I have a general profile? That means, you know, Logan as the guy who's going to go figure out how to get me leads, uh, you know, you you should have a lot to work with, but people don't respond to it, right? right? People respond to you. You specifically have, have an understanding of my environment. You have an understanding of problems and and issues that I'm having right now. And you speak the language that I'm speaking. And that is very, very powerful. And I think people underplay that in in, it to, to go broad and say, well, we can do everything. And Mm -hmm. you see this in, in, in services all the time. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm repeating myself, but I constantly see emails. It's like, see what you're doing cool clever like you have cool tools uh but you completely missed it with me yeah <laughs> right and then in, in my past life um when i was a hubspot there would be perfection but i'm just not the right person and the way you should have spoke to me was to probably make me champion your what you're trying to sell rather than treating me as if i was like the cto or something because <laughs> i just Hell don't yeah. have make power and there's not a lot in, in that situation. There wasn't a lot in it for me. So teach me <laughs> why I should even drop what I'm doing to focus on what you were just talking about, right? There's so my point being, multiple points of lack of specificity uh, as I was targeted in that situation. You know? So, yeah. So this is something where, uh, yeah. The, and the, I think for the listeners in that anecdote, right, it's, the specificity, they might have gotten HubSpot, right, or whatever the whatever the company is. But on that, you, you know, there's various elements of specificity that we can use, and one of them is roles. And yeah. roles are so freaking powerful. Yeah, totally like, underused. Yeah, like I, it's like, well, I don't really want to start. You know, I only want to be talking to the decision makers, right? Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? the decision maker almost guaranteed trusts somebody below them more than they trust you as a salesperson, right? That, that like, I mean, imagine you're a, you're a, you know, mid-level, you're a, you know, say you're 
we're selling a, a marketing service or something. You're a mid-level person and there's this really cool technology. Uh, CMO probably doesn't care, right? Not mm-hmm. because it just because they don't have the time. It's information overload. They're getting a million of these emails. Or you that, see the other direction too, right? CMO's like, we need this thing, or CEO, and the ops team is like, uh, like depending on what the product is, it's like, uh, so you want us to like undo everything that we've right. built and how are we funding that and what's the timeline? And who's directly responsible for that? And you know, there's a whole set of questions that pertain sure. to you know a layer yeah. deeper. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, exactly. So absolutely. So, so in either one of those scenarios, it's like, it's like, can you start a conversation with somebody who, who would, would probably give you more leverage in getting inside of that company than if you just went to the CMO. So if you have a list of a bunch of CMOs and you build content for that CMO and then yeah. you, and then you drop down your targeting because you just need to add more people to your list and you say, all right, you know, I'm going to go on LinkedIn and I'm going to find a bunch of, you know, directors or managers or something. And mm-hmm. you use the same content, you're, you're mm-hmm. gone. Done. Yep. Now, now what, what's important to a CMO versus what's important to a manager? I'm not going to tell you that's yeah, for me to know and for you to, to figure out. So, <laughs> um, so that, so we, we look at a few different, types of specificity you have role specificity you have technographic specificity so somebody who uses hubspot uses words that you know hubspot users word use um somebody who uses wordpress Mm -hmm. use words that wordpress Mm -hmm. users use so use those words that could be your segment it might not matter what role they're in if you're targeting companies that use these things or it might it might oh yeah you like know, one of the best examples would be Salesforce, uh, Salesforce.com and HubSpot use words to talk about the exact same things. Yes. Right. And right. it's just like, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, you're gonna talk the native tongue. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So you have you have the the technographic, you have firmographic. So how how does a, a CMO in a Fortune five hundred company see the world versus how does a CMO at a startup see the world, right? Yeah. Um, or, or the, you know, the, the roles below them, you know, what are, what are they seeing, you know, through their windshield and we can use that. And that's really what we mean by specificity is find the context that matters that you can leverage mm-hmm. and then figure out how big you can build that group of, of, of targets. Mm-hmm before you start to lose that. And and really the more you do this, the more you start to really get that feeling for like, okay, it's getting, it's getting dull here. Does this yeah. actually have anything to do with that person? Does this have anything to do with that list? And now your content can really start to get boxed in, in the proper segmentation. Mm-hmm. And now what you start to see when you nail the specificity of your narrative based mm-hmm. on different elements you get people responding excitedly because it sounds like you're a salesperson that can actually help or your sales team can mm-hmm. actually help them. And those are the leads that when we pass them, they end up in people's pipelines with such greater probability. Yeah, totally. Than just mm-hmm. a generic, because 
we don't do the generic stuff anymore. It doesn't work. It's just a waste of my team's time and, 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 you know, my client's money. So we just don't do it. And when we get that specificity, it is amazing. Even Mm -hmm. though it might be five or six hours more work to Mm -hmm. iterate on content, iterate on content, the money's there when when the deal gets closed. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Yeah. No, we talk about this a lot. Like everyone's trying to find a way to make it easier. Right. And your point is like, stop looking at, making it easier or less time consuming or cutting corners and put the work in and make it more accurate. And the success yeah. will, will pay, will, will pay, it'll pay off. Oh yeah. It, it's unbelievable how much, you know, it, it's almost like this whole, you know, uh, uh, the global warming question, you know, where it's like, well, you know, it's really hard to get people to give things up in the short term, you know, for for long for, for things to be okay in the long term right mm-hmm. and it's funny because like wherever you sit on the on the spectrum of is global warming real or or is it fake right doesn't matter what you believe uh it is true people will very rarely unless they really see a benefit a tangible benefit for them right then make that decision to put more work into something that they might not see the result you know tomorrow right. on but what I can tell you is that it's it's pretty funny. Last week we had a we had a, uh, a email go out from one of our clients, six x return on the average or six x increase on the average leads per week. We broke the segmentation down in like basically twenty five percent, twenty five percent, twenty five percent off of what mm-hmm. we've been running. We we got six x return in five days. That's wow. silly, right? That that is wow. real money. For everybody involved yeah. in that situation. Yeah. And so, so, so what you're saying is you took a group of targets. Yes. Whereas you maybe would have presented one message and you broke them into to four different sub messages to mm-hmm. be as specific as possible. Yes. And you had those. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. So that's, that's four times the work for six times the, the results. Right. Yep. And yep. I can tell you four, four times. The that math. What's that? I can live with that math. Yeah. Yeah, and that, but then but then it's like every every time we we identify a company, you know, in the future, it's right? you just sharper at where to where to put it. Like we know where talking. where it's gonna yeah. go. Like that's yeah. that's amazing. I so, mean, one could challenge you to break that into eight groupings, right? Like, how deep could you go, right? And maybe that's the next. I don't know. And that that's where like you know that's where we got to look at marginal returns, right? I mm-hmm. I I. It's a shocker that I think that there are probably people working on um, exactly what you just said right now. Um, yeah, our content teams and our list teams. You know, that's great. I don't. I'd but, expect nothing less of that from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but everybody's excited when you win like that. When you yeah. really do start yeah. to make those specific uh. messages and you see what you get back from them, it's amazing. And so so I would challenge everybody like investing in that data, investing in that you know, the, the extra content writing, investing in the extra, um, uh, you know, strategy meetings and all of this to really mm-hmm. figure out what your narrative is and who you want to, to message. Yeah. It's no, totally you, you, worth it. You can kind of see that too. So what, what we do here at Union when we're onboarding, well, there's two things that are relevant. One is we have this thing we call a fit analysis yep. and we ask a target um, all these questions, right? And then we're able to get a feel for, what their fit score by using intent data and our outreach to, to be successful. The other thing is an onboarding uh, questionnaire. We ask a bunch of questions which allow us to be specific, right? And you can tell with some clients or prospects, 
who's willing to put in the time, right? And sometimes right out of the gates from an onboarding questionnaire, we've seen some clients just not be willing to put in the work. They just basically want deals handed to them, right? And that's a red flag, right? But then you'll see right. these other people that put in so much work. The a, they, they've thought about this for starters. That's huge. And B, they put so much work into these questions because they, they know that the more specific we can be, the more accurate we can be with the messaging and the right. list and the target and everything involved. And I love right. seeing that. Um, and, and you and you could use like pr- pr- you could predict who's not going to be successful based on the effort they put into like basically helping us ramp. Absolutely, that. absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. yeah, and that's that's what's uh, that's what's a significant part of my job is, you know, convincing people to really narrow their focus. Right. Because yeah. at the end of the day, when you narrow your focus, you win more, and then all of a sudden it becomes worth it. But and you you own that group of companies, and that's huge. Yeah, and I've heard you say this before too. Like, though it's hard, it is a requirement to make sure that you look like you're not sending like a blast email. Yes, hundred percent. Oh, you're dead, right? And I have an I have a spam box and a trash box full of those. It's like stupid subject line. You're just blasting. There's no context into who I am, why you're talking to me. Like right. I, you get 10 a day plus, right? Right. And that yeah. is like the, that is like the, the lead generation killer. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I got to jump on a sales call here. So. All right. Let's do it. Let's wrap this up. Uh, this wraps up today's episode of Intent Topics. I am Chris Battis. And I am Logan Kelly. Thank you so much for listening. Please give us a five-star rating. Uh, five-star rating on whatever podcast app you are listening on. We will talk to you next time. Take care. See ya.